0: Love Talk Radio Love Talk Radio You deserve the
1: glory And the honor Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the
2: great there is no one else you there is no one else but you do mighty things and you do glorious things you're a faithful God awesome is your name somebody come on you do my you do glorious things. You do
1: You're a, faith. God. You're a faithful God. All We give the glory, faith. God. You do mighty things. You, you do. do. You're a miracle-working God. Your name, is, your name is Yahweh. Your name
0: is
1: Your name is here. You're a miracle-working
0: God. Your name is You want to declare it? Your
1: name, your name, your name is
3: Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Oh, God. Almighty God. Almighty Lord, you're a good God. You're a great God. Thank you, Lord. Hope everyone can hear me fine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. Amen. Thank you, Sister Shalom. Praise you, mighty Lord, mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua. We thank God for the opportunity. To be here with my brother Tony, to share God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to let my brother Tony say hello. Yeah. Hello. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And I apologize, my brother Miguel. Uh, I want everyone to keep my brother Miguel in prayer. He, he's been coming out of a call where he lost his boys, and mm-hmm. he's getting better now. But he's not able to be here tonight, but he'll he said, God willing, we'll be back. He'll be here with us next Sunday. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. He let me know today. And thank you. Thank, thank God for my brother Miguel. He's a blessing. And the Lord will keep him in prayer for him to get uh, recovered from the cold he said he went through where he lost his voice. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. For God, God who's in control of everything. Hallelujah. Has uh, given me a word, a message, a revelation, which I pray for, and I waited, and He He, he finally showed me this that I asked Him to. Praise You, Lord. Thank You, God. Thank You, Jesus. Hallelujah! To prepare us to keep us and alert, alerted, and and with our eyes open and not asleep for the things that are going on in the world, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord, and, and we are so grateful. We're going to share the the revelation the Lord is giving us tonight. I believe it's very powerful, and it's going to bless many of God people's life as they are seeking for guidance, direction from the Lord. The Lord is so good to us; He's so merciful that He wants to guide us. He wants to lead us to walk through us His word, as the Word of God says. to My brothers and sisters. And we want to know in which way to turn with the Lord's guidance, my brother and sisters. It is so dangerous out there, my brother and sisters. I, I can see so much dangerous. The Lord has shown me so much dangerous in the world today. More than ever, there should be more of a consecrated together, congregated together. Here on the Lord's hour, as we see how bad the world is getting, how hard the earth is getting. But as the earth is getting hot, um, my brother insisted the wickedness is increasing so much on the earth that it's blinding people to the truth, and if they're not careful, they're not going to make it to the three days of darkness, as the Lord showed me last week. We are living in such a dangerous, dangerous time that if we're not in repentance, if we're not sincerely confessing our sin to the Lord, we can be staying behind with the rest of them i don't want to stay behind i know my brother tony don't want to stay behind either, because the consequence of not listening to the lord not getting ready for what is coming it it is so great The, the 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 this way the narrow way is so narrow that people are getting out of it and they're going into the wider way and it's so dangerous right now to be doing so, because all this judgment that is coming, if we are caught in disobedience, my brother and sister, it is extremely dangerous. Amen. I want to begin tonight, my brother and sister, in First Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, I believe it's so powerful and so deep and it's so mi- meaningful in the last days. Because we're in the last days. Before the coming of the Lord. First Thessalonians 5, says that, that the very God, it's going to take God. It's going to take God to help us through it. The very God of peace. Sanctify you holy. This is the work of God. And it's going to take God to make us ready. Keep us ready. Help us to endure. And help us to persevere. There's no other way. My brother and sister, the very God of peace, sanctify you wholly, completely. Body, soul, and spirit, amen. I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look how we are supposed to be when the lord returns my brother and sisters body soul and spirit blameless what is the other word for blameless brother tony uh uh blameless
4: is sort of like kind of like spotless right like a, like a robe that is spotless other words okay. holy uh oh for uh holy complete right uh, yeah, holy, complete, which is, like I said, uh, sanctified, holy, which is complete, you know, or... Uh,
3: Pure. Yeah. It It is such a time as this, as it was revealed to Esther the queen, that you and I have been born for, that we cannot take for granted. Because a day that went by before this time, where they given to us now, there are few days ahead of us before the coming of the Lord. And whether we are ready or not, the Lord is coming. Whether we are ready or not, there are three days. There's judgment, and three days a co- judgment coming, my brother and my sister. And we want to be ready, as the Lord says to me. Jesus was standing in front of me when he says to me less than two weeks ago, will they make it through this and show me the three days of darkness? And I saw how difficult it was because you have to be holy. You have to be blameless. As the book of 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says. Read it for me, Brother Tony. Yeah. And <clears throat> the very God of peace. <clears throat>
4: And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your, your, that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank
3: you, Lord. Shalom, Brother Miguel. It's so important. It's so necessary. My brother and sisters, I didn't know today how important it was for the Lord To have me come on and deliver this message. Because he's given me a message. He's given me a revelation. Which he's let me know is very important early in prayer. Very important to him. That I come on tonight and share this revelation. We've been born for such a time like this. Like Esther. Esther was born to preserve the nation from being destroyed. You and I have been born for this time to preserve God's people also from being destroyed. It's whether they repent. The word is repent or they will perish, my brother and sisters. That is the word, repent or they will perish. We are living in such a dangerous time, my brothers and sisters. There are a lot of people because they are sleeping, they cannot see the dangers of this time. But it's very, very dangerous this time we're in. My brothers and sisters, That cannot be taken for granted. This time we're living, this time we're in, it's so dangerous that if we take it for granted, we are still my ender. Hallelujah. Staying behind. My brothers and sisters. It's not the will of God that anyone will perish. The word of God is very clear. God doesn't want anyone to perish. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. But that we may be saved through what Jesus has done on the cross. God has sent his own uh, son to the cross. My brother and sister. The Bible says that he cannot... I cannot call righteous... But sinners to repentance, Jesus said. Hallelujah. Because the righteous, the one that, that said were righteous, the Pharisees and scribes, they justified themselves. But by calling sinner, sinner came and confessed, my brothers and sisters, their sins. And they got an opportunity to be in faith of what Jesus would do on the cross. Luke 13, 3. I tell you nay. But unless you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Jesus was speaking to all of them, not just a few, all of them, including his disciples. Unless you repent, ye shall likewise perish. That is the word for tonight. Unless people repent, unless they turn to the Lord with all their heart, and sincere repenting, my brother and sister, they will perish. We're living in a very, very dangerous time, my brother and my sister. I got two two dreams the Lord's given me to share, two revelations, which the Lord said is important that I share. It's gonna be recorded, and it's important I share, my brother and sister. I'm gonna wait a few until my brothers and sisters log in. And read a few more verses. Hallelujah. I tell you nay, but unless you repent, you shall like why perish. That's also Luke 13 5. Hallelujah. Uh, Luke 15 and 7. And I said unto you like what more joy shall be in heaven. Over one sinner that repented, that over a, a ninety-nine just person who need no repentance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Sinner, we are sinners, Shalom sister and in this world. We will sin. Hallelujah. But repenting has been given to us as a gift to repent in the Lord. My brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Luke 15.10, Likewise I said unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. This is what give heaven joy. This is what give the angels in heaven joy. When we turn to God, when we know we have sinned, because we will sin, and we turn and we repent, my brother and my sister. This is what he won from us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. It's important. Hallelujah. He even used us as a repent, repent in a way of forgiving. Because it says in Luke 17, 3, take heed of yourself if thy brother trespasses against thee. Other translations says, sin against you. Rebuke him. Rebuke him. Another, I believe, reprehend him. But if he repent, if he says I'm sorry, forgive him. Jesus said, forgive them. What is the attitude of gratitude for what God has done in our lives? That when someone say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, we say, Okay, I forgive you. Forgive them. It's about forgiveness. The kingdom of God is forgiven. God forgive us in Christ. And we forgive other people the same. When we when when we have offended them, or they have offended us. Then he used an example. In Luke 17, 4, that and if he had trespassed against him seven, seven times in a day. Seven times in a day. That's a lot. And seven times in a day turn again to, the, to you, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him, my brother and sister. And seven represents perfection completion you know when you when you God forgives you you forgive other people you come to the completion of God the work of God and you is being finished when you are at a level where you can forgive people as you are being forgiven by God the work of God is being how you finished in your life because that's exactly what Jesus did you're coming to the maturity of Christ yeah. to where God wants you to be Forgiving and forgive, my brothers, that's a maturity in Christ. That's why it's just the number seven. forgiven seven times, a maturity in Christ that God wants each and one of us to come to. Where it's no more should I forgive this person, but it will come out of you naturally in the Lord. I'll forgive you. You don't think about it twice. You don't think about the offense anymore. You say, I forgive you. It's what, it's what Christ will do. I love to have a moment. What would Jesus do? Yeah. What would Jesus do? It's, and if we are at that level, at that seven level, forgive and forgiven. Because every time you come to God at any time, nine, morning, afternoon, and you say, God, forgive me. You can be laying down, you can be sitting, you can get on your knees, you can get on your belly, however you want to do it. And you say, God, forgive me. God says in heaven, I forgive you, my son. I forgive you, my daughter. He'll forgive you. When you said, I'm sorry, please forgive me. He'll forgive you. And he throws it in the bottom of the sea. He won't remember your sin anymore. He won't remember your sin anymore. The devil will remember and bring it to your mind, but God will not remember it. Don't listen to the devil. He reminding you of your past mistakes, of your past life, how you made that mistake, that other mistake. Forget, forget about what the devil been accusing you of. Remember, God has forgiven you. God don't remember that anymore about you. God sees you as a child in Christ now. Of his hallelujah this is why we need to know the Word of God more than anything else I'm surprised that people know soap opera and different things Hollywood movie you know instead of knowing the word very well they know everything else except God's Word you need to know God's Word it is the blueprint of God for our lives God put a map God gave us a map on how to get to heaven and it's the Bible. God gave us his blueprint. This is how you get to heaven. Yeah. Follow the blueprint. Follow the map. His word. And you will get to heaven through his words. Lie to our feet as a word in this darkened world. My brother and sister. The word is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. We will get to heaven through Christ. In Christ. But we must know Him. How the Word says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. It's not the knowledge of this world that God wants you to have. It's the knowledge of heaven. What is the knowledge of heaven? His Word revealed to your life. Christ revealed to you the hope of glory, Christ in you. That's what we need. That's, what, that's what's going to get us to heaven. My brothers and sisters, without so much burden of this life. The burden of the life is the worry of this life. What are you worried for every day? If, you, if it's all about Christ in your mind and your life, you will have peace in this walk. But if it's in the well, you will have worry and concern. My brother and sister, let's cast all our burden to him who will take care of us. Thank you Lord thank you Jesus. What do you say, Brother Tony? yeah thank
4: yeah, you God. Uh, he's uh he, he, you know we can only have peace in him and the lord Amen. you know you're right it's, it's, it's a word is it's a light unto our feet you know thank a lamp you know on our path thank you know he you cannot we cannot we cannot fail whenever we're walking in the word thank you know the word is, is is what he has given us and he Himself said it, the Word purifies us, and, and much more, you know, the Word is a spirit and life, and uh, that's what we need, you know, we're flesh, and uh, you know, the Word is a spirit and life, and that's what we need, you know, as long as we're here, and, and it's, it's true, um, Christ, you know, is the, the hope of glory, and uh, we look to Him, you know, and he's, he's our all, He's our all in all, and thank uh, Lord. And uh, he's 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 guiding us in this path and helping us and getting us up whenever we fall and and uh, lifting us up. You know, he's good. You know, Lord is good. Like you said the other day, you know, He's Christ is the heart of the Father and praying for us, interceding for us, and you know, and uh, He's good. He is good, and He's leading us leading us every day, you know, strengthening us. Just as his word says in Psalms, you know, the Lord is the strength of my heart. He's the strength of my life. You know, David understood that very well. We must be in that get to that point like David, you know, understanding that he's our strength. You know, he's our he's our shield, our protection, you know, he's our He's our Lord and Thank you. And uh we must persevere, you know, and Amen. He is good. The
3: Lord is good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. He loves her so much my princess, to Thank you, Lord. He's such a great God. Eh? I I shared a dream of the Latin last week about a plane that I was in this plane going like to the Caribbean, it seemed to me. And we were the plane was coming down, but it was coming down, straight down. Head down. And I'm I'm in my seat and, and I felt so uncomfortable. I knew I could not get out of my seat. The plane is going down. In my mind, I'm thinking this plane is going to crash, you know, and you hope it's not going to crash in the land, that it will crash in the sea, so maybe you have a chance to to swim out of it, you know. If the plane crashes and breaks, maybe you can, through the crack of the plane, you can come out swimming or something, but then you don't want it to go too much down in the sea over 100 feet down because that's very hard to swim out of the sea to swim out of that i swim up from 30 feet down below one time in a revelation of the lord and it was so difficult this is when the when the eastern tsunami covered new jersey and the lord was trying to get it to me to my head to bring that message to god's people and warn them that this is real that what is about to come in the northeast tsunami judgment that is coming to Florida all the way to Boston, Massachusetts. It's going to be terrible. Nothing to be in play with. And the Lord took me there in person. Put me in the middle of the water, the future. And I was 30 feet below water. And I was swimming up. And I was running out of air. Right when I got to the top, my brother and sisters, oh, it was so difficult. It was so painful. Hallelujah. I, I and for a minute, I thought I was not going to make it, but with God, all things are possible. And I was able to swim from down there, 30 feet below about, swimming up, my brother and sister, where everything didn't, I was like, you know, in the revelation, he usually takes me in the spirit, but this time he takes me in the body, my brother and sister. And this is why Paul cannot not describe when he was taken to heaven whether it was in the body or in the spirit, because sometimes he takes you in the body, but some other time he takes you in the spirit, you know, but when you take you in the body, it's not the same. Then in the spirit, in the spirit, you have all these flexibility to move quickly here and there, but in the body, you got these limitations in the body. But the Lord is still with you no matter what, whether in the body, or, in or out of the body, we're present with the Lord, the Bible says, right? So thank you, Lord. And I'm swimming and I'm getting out of there, my brother and sister, I said, wow, wow. New Jersey, we're about 50 to no, it was more, it was way more because New York was way more underwater, my brother and sister. Buildings and houses right underwater. Hallelujah, some buildings that were very high, all I could see was the top of the building underwater And that eastern tsunami. That is coming to the united states my brothers and sisters and i know the judgments are real god had confirmed them to me three and four times and confirming to other people they are real they are coming this is why god wants his nation and repentance lately not sleeping as they are now because it's a great danger right now in the united states people don't realize they are asleep in regard to what the Lord is saying, my brother and my sister, they are asleep. The Lord wanted again to show me the consequence of the COVID-19 vaccine. There is a great consequence, as He showed me yesterday morning, for taking this vaccine. There are a lot of people who are not realizing, not taking it serious. Many are asleep, and many are still taking the vaccine. And many are still ending up in hell. There's a serious consequence for the by I thought I preached enough about the by I thought I did. But the Lord can still see from His throne how many people in the United States and the world are taking this dangerous by And many that have not taken it yet don't realize how dangerous it is because they are so asleep. The many are going to walk to the doctor, the pharmacist, and take it. They're not going to regret it for the rest of their lives. They're going to say, I'm sorry to God in hell. And it's not the same to pray in hell than to pray on the earth. Believe me, I tell you, I saw brothers and sisters last week in hell that have taken the by sins. And they wish they'd never taken it. They wish they never listened to the authority, to the government, to anyone, because they know now they've been deceived. They've been deceived that by seeing by their own government, and they regret it every second in hell, because those demons like to mystery people, in hell, they're not in the worst torment, but they they cannot order pizza anymore. They don't have water to drink. They cannot take a shower anymore like they used to, my brother and sister. They cannot take a bus drive or a drive to the park anymore like they used to or go to the lake for a day like they used to. They cannot do those things no more. Every day is hell and horrible things they see and horrible things they experience. It was so dramatic to me. Seeing these brothers and sisters in the condition, My father, that the Lord has to minister to me, taking me out of that place. But he wanted me to be right there next to them and see, see their condition. See how horrible it is for them that I that heard in the, from the Lord's hour, from the Lord's mouth through this program not to take this by seeing they mocked the message they mocked the messenger they mocked the word of god and there's a consequence for that the word of god is clear god will not be mocked whatever man saw so he will reap my brother and sister god is not to be a mock, my brother and sister I was not playing around in 21 or 22 or 20 when I began to tell people these things in 2019. I believe I've been very serious about this. And if for some reason some people took it as a joke, I am sorry. Because someone's life, someone's soul going to hell is not a joke. It's nothing to be in play with. I'm going to see my Savior face to face. Very soon. My brothers and sisters. And I don't want him to be a given account for anyone's life. I love him and I know he loves me very much. I want to spend my eternity with the Lord. I wanted to be able I want to be able to look to his eyes, his beautiful face, and know that I did his work to the best of my ability. That I didn't we hold anything back from telling the people what he showed me, what he had revealed to me, and what he had told me himself. My brother and sister, this is life and death. Since 2013, 2012, we've been saying this on this program. This is life and death. There is a fight for every single life. My brother and sister, the Lord has been taking me to hell for a well, while now, 13, 14 years. And I have said, I don't want to go back there anymore. But if the Lord wants to bring me there, to show me anything else, amen. Let his will be done on earth. I said, it's in heaven. My brother and my sister, it's very difficult to be in there. Because you see people that you have spoken to who did not believe who mocked you a message, who even call you a liar and said, I'm not going to listen to this guy and turned down the computer, the cell phone, and said, I'm not going to listen to this guy anymore. And then they announced they regretted every second of not listening because of the torment they found in themselves. They get to see Satan every day face to face now. And those horrible demons mocking them Laughing at them, how they they deceive them, because all they wanted was to enjoy this world. And the Bible warns us about this world and the things of this world that are not of God. The Bible says, "My brother, sister, what was that verse we were talking about earlier about this world? That in in Spanish it says darkness, but when we looked it up in English, it says the world." And we were wondering, why does it say the world instead of saying like in Spanish the darkness? Yeah, it said. uh, Thank you, Lord.
4: The children of this world are wiser than the children of light. But this life, uh, the children of light. It said like light.
3: Okay. Yeah. Light. Okay. Yeah. The children of this world
4: are wiser than
3: the. Than the children of of light. Yeah. So. And it's found that it says it the other way. The children of darkness are wiser than the children of, of, what's the word? Uh, Light. Light? Yeah. The children of light. Okay. It's like the children of heaven, the church. Yeah. Yeah. The church. So, you know, it's because of what they do. You know, with the wickedness and the things they develop and the technology they develop, the children of darkness, they develop all these devices like iPhones and all these other phones, my brother and sister, of the kingdom. Thank you, Brother Neo. Yeah, I believe it also said the children of the kingdom. Okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The children, thank you, Jesus which we were we were talking about this and we were wondering why does it say in the way it says it. amen but everything has its purpose and it's i believe was the translation of the word okay thank you lord thank you jesus let me see hallelujah thank you lord it's in luke sixteen eight, and the lord commanded the unjust door because he had done wisely for the children of this world, children of this world, are in this generation, wiser than the children of light. And, and in Spanish, actually, says the children of darkness. But then we were we were talking about why does in English say the children of this world, and in Spanish says the children of darkness. You know, does that, that really mean the same? Because we were talking about the translation that's a really means the same brother Tony was saying that basically it is
4: yeah I thought I saw like that you know because
3: it's specifically saying
4: you know children of this world which you know there's nothing good in the world amen you know
3: and there's a verse that talks about the world what is it say? the world and the desire yeah, passes away because he he does he that does, does the will of God remains forever. Amen. Yeah. That's it. And it's talking about the world that passes. It says it passes away. Yeah. Okay. I believe that's in James,
0: right?
3: I believe so. Passes away. So it doesn't remain. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. But the, the end of that does the will of God remains forever. Okay. So I've been praying to the Lord. I'm gonna go into the revelation now. I've been praying to the Lord to reveal me more about COVID-19, hallelujah, thank you Lord, thank you Jesus. And, and the Lord, the way he took me was, he took me to where they, they were developing the vaccine, in that federal building. He took me inside back then. Remember we talked about that revelation the Lord gave these people back in 88, 89. About what they, they had to buy since then, since the eighty, okay. And so, what the Lord did, He took me back to show me. And He took me. Can you cover the bird? They're making a lot of noise. He He took me, my brothers and sisters, uh, to where they had like like a uh. I would say like a fish tank, but this was round glass, okay. And What they were depositing in that tank there, in the demon blood tank, it was a demon blood tank, okay, that glows in the dark, okay? And they were depositing the DNA like of lion, snake, bear, my brother and sister, and these different animals, lepers, all these different animal DNA were being deposited into this demonic blood. And the DNA, as it was being placed in that, in that back thing into the blood, of the of fallen angel blood, the DNA began to mutate. It began to take a mutation form. And inside of the blood, as the DNA was, was mutating, and like to this little monster, okay? And I'm looking there. I'm standing there looking at the tank, and I'm seeing the DNA in the tank mutating and mutating and they left it long enough to take several mutation in the blood of fallen angel. My brother and sister. So then so they can take it and put it in the vicene, Put it at set it a certain temperature so the mutation will go to sleep in the vicene, And will and the mutation will not be seen practically is what they've done. So when they when they when they this is why I remember that they, they were asking doctors online and Dr. Fawcett and them, how, because of the temperature that the vaccine needed to be transported in, in the fridge, was so much different than what we had in the past. They needed to make new buildings, new fridge, completely new fridge, in order to put this by in there and be transported, to trucks, plane, whatever, however they were going to transport it with, because they used different methods to transport it. My brother insisted. But as they put them in those temperature, what they were practically doing was putting these little monsters that they created in the lab, and they're falling in your blood to sleep. Okay. And you notice something that as the blood the blood under the lilac blue, as they kept going swimming around, it was getting more clear, and more clear, but they were still transforming. The transformation power was in the blood, okay. For the for the for the DNA of those animals that they placed in there, My insisted, and I saw when they were like doing a testing on the men. Okay, they took the man to a, to a special place that they have, that they knew. And to me, the place looked like they took it down to this place below the earth, like close to hell. It was a place way far below, below the earth, like a place close to hell, where they took this man. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. The Lord reminding reminded me that the, what, what I saw the man is. He was being taken, like when the three days of darkness comes, okay, the same effect. So as they injected him, I noticed that in a few seconds he turned into a snake. And I didn't know about the snake. I never talked about the snake here on the Lord's Hour because I didn't know about the transformation, about that effect. I didn't know that they put DNA of a snake into the fallen in your blood. I didn't know. This is the first time I learned about this. Another thing I learned that I did not know that I had not shared on the Lord, this is all new to me, my brother and sister, was there was two sisters, one went and got vaccinated, my brother and sister, and the two sisters, as they came close, the Lord, now the Lord moved me close to the three days of darkness, or the three days of darkness. Okay, and now I'm in the three days of dying, and I can see what we were like in the first day. All of sign after she, she, one of the sisters had been vaccinated. The other one was not. The sister that was vaccinated, she told her sister, stay here, and began to run ahead of her. And she said, my sister, where are you going? And she said, leave me alone. Do not follow me. And it was like a lake upon and from. Well, she went and jumped into it, my brother and sister. I heard what her sister said, my sister, my sister. And we all ran to see. She turned into a grizzly bear. Very ferocious. Grizzly bear in the water. She jumped into the water because when she felt the effect about her changing, she didn't want to kill her sister. So to her, the best thing she could do is to try to... to uh, save her sister, was to jump into the lake, almost up to her neck, but still change into the grizzly bear. And there she was, a grizzly bear, looking around. Now, here's the other thing that I understand from all this. By placing the DNA in the fallen angel blood, my brother and sister, and I believe they also placed human blood in it, to give the DNA, once the person turned, that they will bath me. name. A strong desire for blood, especially human blood. My brother and sister. And to me it was shocking. Shocking, shocking. That I seen that after they begin to transform, they immediately after they transform into werewolves, beast and all that, they immediately go after human beings to eat to, to those that are now vaccinated to bite them, to eat them, because they're hungry for blood. They get a strong appetite for blood, thirst for blood, for flesh. They just want to eat humans. And it's because all of that, they did it in that lab for humanity. Remember when Will Smith was talking about depopulation on television and those elite meetings? Because they talked about that there's too many humans on the earth and very few resources. Challenge Regina. Very few resources. So by turning people into beasts, then they can send a sniper to take them out because a beast, a killer. And this, this is how they can reduce human population. In my thinking, in my own calculation, now seeing what the Lord has shown me, and seeing what they do later on. Because later on in the Great tribulation, I see the army going out with tanks, shooting at these beasts, shooting at these people. I remember a guy they were shooting on, it looks like he was a beast, and they waited until the moment he, ch- he changed back to human, because they, they're not a beast all day long. They're a beast early in the morning, let's say to 12, 12.30, at 12.30 in the afternoon, they were only a beast for for two more hours they got more to turn into a beast for an hour and a half. Then they turn again and they would, they would try to kill them before they turned back into beasts. because it was very difficult for them to fight the beast, even though they had tanks and really good weapons. they were having a difficult time taking them out. My brother and sister so Hallelujah. I know this minister, and I have to say this because I have to say everything the Lord has shown me. My brother and sister, take everything into prayer with the Lord. Ask the Lord. He'll reveal you more. I'm giving you basic. The Lord will give you a lot more than this because this goes deeper. This goes deeper. As some people have already seen in dreams. This minister that contacted me said he'd been praying for the vaccinated to be healed from... From the effect of the seeing. As a respect to him, I didn't say that you cannot do that because I didn't know that from the Lord. Right away, everything's been after prayer, fasting and prayer. My brother and sister, the Lord giving us because he's our teacher. He's a rabbi. He's the one that revealed to us the things that are in the earth that are to come. My brother and sister. And the Lord showed me this pastor. With a few of his congregation that have been vaccinated that he had prayed for them and told them that they've been healed from the Lord from the effect of the sin. And this is what the Lord showed me. They began to call him a liar. They began to insult him later on. Oh, you fake, you liar. You told us we were healed from this. What happened? How come we're not? How come we could not go home in the rancher? How come we could not be taken home? You told us we could because you prayed for us and you said that God healed us from the effect of the vaccine. And they were insulting. They got on his pulpit. These people were going to punch him and beat on him. My brother and sister, I was stunned because I got very respectful as man of God. But I was stunned as the Lord had me there watching the whole situation as they were insulting him. I was still calling him liar, that he had deceived them, my brother and sister, because he told them that he could pray off the, the, the effect of the sin and that they will whole again. But the Lord showed me, no, because when God spoke to me about the by sin, Father said that whoever takes the sin will not be part of his kingdom. And the only way the Lord showed me is people praying for God to, to intervene to enter sea for, the, like the sister the Lord showed me. She was a flying, stalking beast, flying bird, meat-eating bird, carnival. And her sister was praying for her for seven years. And the Lord changed her sister back at the end of the great seven-year great revelation after she prayed for seven years for her, my brother and sister. I saw when Jesus turned her back. The Lord can destroy the work of the devil, but it's not as simple as some people think because there is a consequence for sin. My brother and sister, there's a verse where the Apostle Paul says that to turn that wicked one to the, to, to the devil so his, his, his soul will be saved.
0: Yeah.
3: Remember where that is? Yeah, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. There was a man sinning in the church. And the Apostle Paul has to rebuke them, not for their sister. Because the Apostle John says that there are sins I don't recommend you pray for. There's another verse, Brother Tony, okay, that I don't tell you to pray for. God will forgive every sin, but there are sins that the Apostle John, very close to the Lord, said. Okay, that I will, have, will not have you pray for, because some sin, like the COVID nineteen, by sin bring great consequence, because God has said it very clear, very very clear. And again, He's having me talk this talk about this tonight. He reminded me early in prayer. He spoke to me early in prayer, because I have said, Lord, this dream i said to brother tony i'm going to ask for more confirmation in the moment i was in prayer and i was praying for people and i and i remember to to pray about the dream he immediately spoke to me about the dream hallelujah so to rock the kill i can't pronounce that word what, what those flying birds are
4: called
3: yeah they're from the past pterodactyls pterodactyls yeah oh. pterodactyls amen very be uh vicious and destroying be, uh they can fly and they can stalk you from the air and i don't know how because well, they've been doing a lot of so much research on on these um millions of years ago dinosaurs because that's a type of dinosaur oh. but they say they are some birds that have the DNA of them, following the lineage. This is why all this computer development that they have in the last day, biology have really, really increased. And they have said, scientists have said, they have found dinosaurs DNA in certain animal, an alligator, in different animal. Okay, are these dead? Long time ago, billions of years they have been dead, and they are finding DNA of them with these all new uh technology. And that that's not good because then what what are they use it for? We now we know they've been put in and under by sin to get people to change like them. And this is horrible because the consequence of that, but again it's the consequence of sin and disobedience. There's nothing more than that, my brothers and sisters. Nothing and so this is why I believe the Lord attribute you, you able to find a verse of that?
4: Yeah. Uh is it the one and the first one you said. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, Deliver such a one unto Satan for, dis- for the destruction of the flesh, that the Spirit
3: may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Amen. There, there we go. And that's the consequence of, of those type of sins. Yeah. Uh, what is the other one where John says that he will not have you pray for those?
4: Uh, that's first John five sixteen. 16. Uh, if any man see his brother sin a sin which is not which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it.
3: Amen. Now the question is, brother Tony. Now we're talking about this verse because it's a very profound verse. Verse. And the question is, when the apostle John says that I will not have you pray for, the question is, is that his opinion or that is the Lord? And to me, it's the Lord. But since there's so many of us here, what do you think in the chat room? Is first. Is that, that's what it is. First uh, John five sixteen. Yeah. First. Okay. And Is that the apostle opinion? That is the Lord. I believe it's the Lord. Let's see what other people think, because you know, in some verse of the Apostle Paul says it was his opinion, right? Yeah. But he lets you know it was his opinion. But here, the Apostle John doesn't say his opinion. Right. But he does say that I would not have you pray, right? Yeah. Says. Uh, there is a sin unto death, I do not say that he shall pray for it. The only part there is that he says, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I will not say. Which it makes it sound like his opinion. But again, he's under the influence of the Lord. Right. Yeah. So he's speaking, you know, because remember the word of God, we've been told that the word of God is true. Has been inspired by the Holy Spirit of God, right? Yeah. So he's being inspired here by the Holy Spirit of God. So what he's saying, that may sound like his opinion, is the Lord's saying. Okay. But I want to check with my brothers and sisters in the chat room, you know, because it, it's, you know, in the group a counselor, you know, uh, you you will you will get so much wisdom sharing it. God will will give. If any man see his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he should ask and he should give him life. This is you interceding for someone, okay, which we doubt, we do, okay? But for those whose sin is not unto death, there is sin unto death, I do not say that he should pray about it. Okay, let's hear what people in the chat room, what their opinion will be in regard to this. My brothers and sisters. Because this is, this is very interesting here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. I write unto, uh, uh, these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, verse you said verse 13 says, why is he writing it? He's writing it, I'm sorry. And, and that, that's, see, we have, we have to come together in this matter. These things I have written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, that ye may believe in the name of the Lord, the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. Okay? Now, the word anything, I don't think it's like the word everything. No. <laughs> no, uh, what do you think, my brother and sister? Anything, everything? Because, see, that pastor assumed that he can pray off the effect of the thing, But then the Lord showed me that later on, the people that He thought that He set free from the effect of the thing are not set free. They cannot go home in the rapture Because they believe if they, they were set free, they believe they could go home, but they cannot. See? So everything doesn't mean anything. I mean, anything doesn't, doesn't mean everything. Anything according to His will. It doesn't mean everything you know so it's, it's specific is what i'm saying it's very specific and we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask we know that we have the petition that we desire of him and then the god of any his brother uh, sin which is not unto this and john oh thank you lord john is very specific now he's very specific which sin that it was not unto that. he's being specific if you read the verse back again, in any man, he has brought sin us a sin which is not unto death. He's being specific here. Because he's talking about a sin that is not unto death. Implying or telling us that there are sins unto death, like he said, that I will not have you pray. So, again, my brother and sister, we're on the same page here. I believe that you know what the Lord is saying to us here is these people that are sinning sin unto death and we know that the sin how do we know that they're sin unto death? Because their souls are ending up in hell. So those are sin unto death, right? Hell is the kingdom of death. Yeah. So they're ending up in the kingdom of death. Hell. Those are sin unto death, right? Because it's leading them to death. Yeah. To the kingdom of death. And then John said that I will not have you pray. But this man of God believes that he could. Okay? This is why and, and we need to be careful ourselves. Take the word before the brothers and sisters. Take it in prayer before the Lord. Take it before the brothers and sisters. Because this helps us understand. Okay? It's a sin unto this today to take the cold and I came by sin. And the consequence of it is that this, this sin, says John, that I do not say that you should pray about it. How many people have asked me if we can pray about it? John said that he will not have you pray about it. But the question is, the question is, the question is, okay, if it's unto death, hallelujah. So, again, we need to keep praying, and we need to keep asking the Lord. But I believe this verse here is very clear. In regard with it, uh, we can pray it or not. You know, someone was telling me last week, a brother was saying to me last week, we've got to get everyone together in the same place. Well, with so many brothers and Christ, Christian brothers and sisters, how, how can we gonna get, how are we going to get everyone in the same place together in prayer with the vaccinated? It cannot be. It has to be the non-vaccinated. Not brother and sister. Because it's sin unto death. It's complicated. And then you keep praying for your, for your vaccinated family. I am praying. The Lord showed me that through my prayer they will be turned back. But it's a process. And it's a seven-year process. It's a seven-year process. Now, to bring more, more light into this matter, if we go to Daniel 12, which we're going to go there now, okay, while was told to Daniel, in Daniel 12, my brother and sisters, it, it helps us understand, okay, my brother and sister. Daniel 12 too, many of those who sleep in the dark of the earth shall be awakened. What is this? The rising of the dead after the three days of darkness. Notice the time there, the timeline, the time. Like in Matthew 27. This is a similar timeline that was given to us in Matthew 27, Daniel 12, 2. Some to everlasting life, and some to change and everlasting content. And they that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the start of heaven. Why is the Lord turning people and to the given people glorify body until the three days of darkness. What is the purpose of Brother Tony?
4: Yeah, it's, uh,
3: To turn many to righteousness.
0: Yeah,
4: um, because well, he's gonna, you know, he always, and I've learned this from the Lord, is that, you know, um, we're here to be a light, you know, and uh, he's gonna bless us, and through us, he's gonna bless others, because he's gonna send us into revival, so he's gonna send us to minister to to those that that he want us to send that he that need to be ministered to that he wants us to be to, to minister to, and uh, that's why he's, uh, uh, you know we're gonna be uh, preaching to them, ministering to them. It's gonna be up to them to accept the Lord or not, you know. But we're gonna be sent out, you know, to to minister to those that that are still alive, because like you say, not many are gonna make it. But those that the Lord's going to bring through, we're going to be sent to them, you know, because they, they, you know, they barely made it. The Lord, you know, got them through. And um, so he, we're going to be sent, you know, to minister to those. And uh, you, and he knows we need this new body to do in order to move, you know, to move, you know, like like the angels move. We're going to need Amen. this new body. And, uh, and like it says right there in that verse, you know, those that. Turn many to righteousness as a star forever and ever, which is you know like angels pretty
3: much. Yeah, it. Yeah. That's the glorified body right there. Yeah. That's exactly. See, they, they that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. That's in your glorified body.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. And they that turn many to righteousness as a star forever and ever. Same.
0: Yeah.
3: Same. 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 Daniel twelve. Bible just verse four. But all that and shut up the word and seal the book, even to the time of the end. So many should run to and fro in knowledge to increase. Knowledge increases it's AI. Specific is AI. I heard experts saying, people saying, that with AI now, they can do so many things that they could not, human beings could not do. And AI is knowledge in, in reality, but it's evil also. And to run to and fro... The run to and fro is backsliding. Do you know that? The run to and fro is backsliding. Because in the law, you don't run to and fro. You stay firm. The Bible says to stay firm. So the run to and fro is backsliding. Many will be backsliding in the last days. Running to and fro. My brother insisted. In knowledge, AI will increase. Now, if you read it from right to left, like I said, I said, we should be in Hebrew. I want I to have a Bible from right to left in English or even in Spanish also. Yeah. Knowledge increasing AI will make people run to to and fro. It will make people run to and fro because AI is making people vassalized. It's making people lukewarm. It's making people trust in knowledge and technology than trusting in the Lord. Yeah. So it's making people run to and fro AI. Making people look warm. Trusting in technology and development. Things that we should we should not be trusting in this world. We should be trusting in the Lord. My brother and sister. Look at all these jobs that AI is taking over. They're counting hundreds of thousands of jobs. Okay? I would have, they said the other forty or forty thousand jobs. 4,000 jobs just the other day, like in a week, AI is taking over. And it's, this thing is going on and on and on. In a few years, it's just, or in a couple of years, it's just, it's just, what left will be for humans? But it's making human dependable on AI. Companies are all turning into a banks, credit union, everything. They're running their accounts and everything. Why, my brother and sister? Because it's trust, trusting in knowledge. Knowledge is increasing. AI is increasing. And I, Daniel, look, and behold, it's two, two other on the side of the bank, <coughs> excuse me, at the river, and the other on the side of the bank of the river. Which this is prophetically also. Okay? Notice how they're opposite to each other on the side of the bank of the river. My brother and sister. This can be falling into attack from one, from one side to another, especially with these um, satellites. Now, brother Michael sent me a really good information. Okay, that I I didn't think I share on the low tower. He, he 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 tested to me. Okay, how many particle accelerators they have come up with? worldwide, Okay let me tell you 300 particle oscillators will, will, will begin to change everything and get animal confused 300 will begin to get the animal confused three thousand now three thousand will get the animal hit in the post uh fish will want to come out of the water people will start getting migraine headaches and all that and everything will begin to become contaminated with 3,000 particle accelerators. But here's the the fact of the matter. Multiply now how many we have today, although 3,000 times 10. We don't have 3,000. You know how many we have worldwide already? 30,000 particle accelerators. Think about it like microwave from the air, the satellite, pointing to the earth, cooking the earth. Where do you think all these states are burning? Why they're burning? Why are Canada, California, and these states burning? Because a thirty five thousand microwave pointing to the earth, heating up the earth. My brother insisted. This confirmed exactly. I looked it up, brother. Michael sent it to me I little up. I, 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 brother, I said, brother Michael, this cannot be 30,000. Brother Michael sent me the link. I said, go look at it, brother. I, and I went and looked at it and I, 30,000 particle accelerators that they can turn on 24 hours on. They are cooking the earth. But beyond that, animal and humans, migraine headaches are so much. This is how they're contaminating our meat, our air, our water, our seafood. Everything with these things are being contaminated. Because what happened to your body when you eat microwave food every day. What happens? You need to look it up. Okay? It's harmful to your body. It's not recommended. Well everything on the earth is being microwave right now. With these particle accelerators. Our body is being microwave every day. My religion, they are hurting us. This is why the Lord revealed to me. If I move my hand from you, you may not even last five minutes. Okay, you may not last five minutes if I move my hand from you. Your body, and he allowed me to to show me, my body began to shut down immediately. Because it's not like 20 years ago or 10 years ago when we only had maybe 3,000. We don't have 3,000 now. We got 30,000 and more being sent to space every day, every week. They're cooking us alive. They are cooking all the animals and everything. They're contaminating everything. We need the Lord to destroy them. We need God to to begin to destroy these things because they're making everyone sick, including children. People are dropping dead. These things are killing humanity. They're killing animals. There are places where animals are dropping dead from the air, unexplainable. I saw a place in California that was showing next to the beach, animal dropping dead. We need the Lord to stop all these nonsense, to bring all the stone and destroy them so our planet can breathe finally. Our tree, our animal, every, nothing can breathe. The air is not pure. They're constantly being radiated from the air. These light beams from these things are hitting our planet every day, every second. They're hurting us. And this is being done on purpose. The king of the flies, Satan, is telling him to do so. He's so evil. He's so destroyer. The destroyer. My brother and sister. It's so sad. So the Lord allow me to see that if he move his hand from our lives right now, now is not time to get in disobedience. Please. As much as possible as you can, please beg to the Lord. Cry out to Jesus. Do not get in disobedience. Do not move in disobedience. Ask the Lord before you move. Wherever you go, please do not get in disobedience. Because if the Lord removes his hand from you, you, you will die in five minutes. This is horrible that we This is horrible, my brother and sisters. Our body is fighting this every second. Our defense system is working constantly. Haven't haven't you noticed how you sleep now? Your body while you're sleeping it's fighting all this chemical in the air. Your body is fighting it. You know how the elite sleep? I didn't know this. I learned it online. They have a 24 air purifier. Our Congress don't sleep up on, on the earth. They sleep in bunkers. We're air purifier. They only come out of the earth to have meetings, okay? They have those meetings. They immediately go back down hundreds of feet below the earth And with uh, air purified bunker. with purified water and everything because they know. They know how bad it is. It's not livable for human. It's not livable for animals. Animals are dropping there. They're animals that were, that were not and extinction now they are they're dying off the body cannot take it anymore our bodies our our earth is becoming empty of animals dying birds and fish and so much more they're disappearing they are disappearing why because they keep all these things on running all the time and it's hurting our planet it's hurting the body the flesh the dna everything and the purpose is for people to run to the doctor and get the COVID-19 vaccine so they can remove them from their body. It's horrible what they're doing. But this is the fact of all this stuff that is going on. We need to stay in obedience and prayer. Do not get out of where the Lord one should be. Don't get into disobedience. Because if I only have five minutes, maybe someone in good health will have half an hour. But it's still not long enough. Because you may say, Brother Alvin, because you're probably, you're 51, you probably have five minutes. I'm only in my 20, or I'm a teenager. I can last probably an hour. Do you want to just live an hour? Is that your plan for your life, to live an hour? No. You don't want to die in disobedience. You don't want to die in sin, is what I'm saying tonight. Please get with the Lord and stay in obedience. It's all being done to depopulate the earth. Depopulation is their agenda. They keep saying the elite that there's not enough resource for eight, almost 8 billion people on the earth. So they want to depopulate, empty the city, enter the countries, and only 250,000 people on the earth. That is insane. It's their plan. It's their agenda. But God is with us, and God is for us. But in order for us to have that protection, we cannot be in disobedience. The Lord reminded me, Jesus said to me, My son, don't get in disobedience. Well, you get in disobedience when he texted me? Do you know what would happen to you if we get in disobedience? I didn't know. What do we know? What do we know? And he gave me a taste of it. It moved Him from my life. At that very second, I I felt when the Lord moved his hand, and my body began to, 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 to die off. And I knew right away that I only have five minutes to live. But the Lord allowed my body to begin to shut down. I could not breathe anymore. All that was like going to my lung and shutting down my body. I was in my car. I was in Tennessee. My brother and, and the Lord said, and I said, Lord, I was going to cry out with everything I had. But he put his hand back to me until a few seconds or maybe over a minute. And he let me know, do not get in disobedience or you will only have five minutes to live. This is where we are. How quickly you think... After someone gets vaccinated, they take the soul out of the body down to hell. The Lord allowed me to experience through the Pope. I was standing there when the Pope was taking the vicin. And I saw when they ordered two demons. It was almost instantly after he took the vicin. Because once it's injected into your vein, it only takes second before it's in your brain. It traveled through your vein so quickly that the vicin will be all over your body quickly. And, and that virus that they put to sleep through through, with cold, with the cold weather. And it makes sense that they put them to sleep with the cold. how is God having the demon under authentic asleep? Under severe cold weather. That's where they can stay there asleep. That where they cannot move. They're paralyzed. So using the same effect with the vicin, and the fridge, very temperature, they were talking about 30 and 40 degree below zero, which that's why I can't below, but to 60 degree or more. And even 80 degree, that's how they had to come up with new fridge, new freezer for the vaccine. Because it's how they can put the thing to sleep where a human being cannot feel it right away or detect it or see it. And they are, they are handled by a strictly chosen, elected professional. Not anyone can do it. Some doctor wanted to deal with it. They said, no, 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 we deal with it. Why? Because they know what's sleeping in those vaccines. And it needs to be injected in the person's body in order for that little monster then to go into effect, changing the person's DNA. This is why the person turns into a beast right away. Because the DNA is you. In order for him to take place of your body, your DNA needs to be completely changed. Oh, my Lord, my God. The Lord said yes. My brother and sister, we are in such a dangerous time like people cannot imagine. They cannot imagine, my brother and sister, the time we're in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daniel 12 6 And one, say, one, one said to the man, clothed in linen, who was upon the water of the river, How long should it be to the end of his wonders? I mean, Daniel seeing these thing and he's shocked with what he's seeing. If people can see in the spirit what's going on with these things, as the Lord showed me yesterday morning, you will be shocked. One should see those little monsters in those things, You will be shocked and they know specifically how to, how to pull it through, through the syringe. In each syringe, they got to make sure that it has a little monster, let it be the DNA of, of a, a tiger, a lion, whatever it is, snake, whatever it is. So when they inject it in the person's body, that little monster will go to work right away. My brother and sisters. I heard the man in clothing linen who was upon the water of the river, when he, held up, when he held up his right hand and his left hand up, up to heaven, swore by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, a time comma time and a half. This is where we get the seven years, because it's divided in two. And we shall accomplish the scattering of the power of the holy people. All these shall be finished. My brother insisted. All these events shall be come to pass, finished, completed, fulfilled. And I heard, but I understood not. Then I said, Oh, my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? When Daniel saw it, my brother and sister, when Daniel saw what will be enclosing in, in the last days, you know what Daniel wanted to know afterwards? When is going to be the end of these things? Because if you see it, you just want this stuff to end because it's wicked, it's evil, falling in your blood, with, your little, with these, all these animal DNA and turning into monsters. Back in, in the times of Noah, they did the same. They corrupted all flesh. Birds are being corrupted. Deers, dog, cat, all kinds of animals besides human are being corrupted. In the times of Noah, they corrupted all flesh. Today, they are finding COVID in whale and sharks, babbling sisters, and in so many animals. How can wild animals in the middle of the sea somewhere, they can go ahead and put their blood out and find COVID-19 in them? Because they find way to get it to them, to put it in them. Now, they have, they have come up with a stamp. I was listening to a minister earlier who was talking about this. They have come up with, an, with stamps. Type, it's the same thing as the vaccine. But these stamps will have that little month of sleep in it. And they will stamp your body with, okay, and leave it. And that's when it will go alive and become part of your body, like you being vaccinated. I was stunned what the what he was sharing because it's really for the younger people. They want to get the younger people who want the two and different things. They want to get them. They want to make sure they get them, and they get them bad, Not good. There's nothing good about it. Okay? And he said, go thy way, O bueno, Daniel, for the word I close up and see you to the time of the end. I imagine Daniel, when he would talk, go away, okay, I, I I'll in other words, Daniel, don't worry about this. This is not for you. This is all for the time of the end. Well, we're in the time of the end, my brother and sister. And as the Lord showed me in the plane uh, fly, we're going to have a bumpy ride. We're going to have a difficult ride, my brother and sister, very soon. Because they 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 soon are going to persecute the last of the last and send them to the FEMA camps. They want to make sure that some of the people who are still deviating, is that the word deviating?
0: Yeah.
3: Where someone had not made up their mind yet, there's still so many Christians deviating. They have not decided for Christ 100% yet. And that's a big mistake. God will allow a lot of tests. No more backsliding, no more lukewarm. My brother sisters. We need to make up our mind for Christ, our heart for him, and say, Lord, how do you know your heart is made up for the Lord? What do you do when you get up in the morning? Is it cry first or something else? Okay, what do you do before you go to sleep? Is it cry first or sleep at first? You need to make up your mind for him 100%. Because when they come for you very soon, they're going to even smack you to get an answer from you. They're going to punch you to get an answer for you. When that milit- militant is before you, when that soldier is standing in front of you and begin to ask you a question, you're deviating. He's going to smack you. Are you taking up by yes or not? I need an answer right away. Or this is what's going to happen to you. You can deviate. You can be lukewarm. God is saying he's going to remove the lukewarm very soon. No more game. You have to make up your mind for Jesus. You have to say, Lord, I am willing to die for you, Lord. I'm not going to try to save my life, Lord, but I'm going to give my life to you, Lord, for your kingdom. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, not my will, die thy will be done. This is how he wants it. Not our will, he says to me. His will. We cannot deviate. We have to right now choose for the Lord, make up our mind now, our heart now, our lives now. This is life and death, life and death. And some people will find out very soon how true this is when they are it and they are removed from their body. I saw brothers in hell, a brother that I spoke with in hell, wondering how he's going to get out of there. My brother and sister, when? When he was on earth, he wanted to know they are the rapture. It was never given to us. Now in hell, he wants to know when he's getting out. Seven years more he needs to be there. Seven years great tribulation. The tribulation has not even begun yet. So he's probably been there a couple of years already. He still needs to wait another seven. My brother and sister, he still needs to wait until the judgment come on the earthquake. And the three days of darkness, yes, they're close. And we're waiting for them. They're very close. The Lord's saying, he says to me the other day, as he was showing me, that we don't realize how close it is. We don't realize. And like we should already, Paul, when he talks to the church about the time and the season, he says to them that I don't need to write to you about the time and season. He told them that they should already know. And this is a debate now in the church. Is it close? Is it very close? Is it soon? When is it? And it is very close. And that we should not deviate about this. Why? Because the Lord has given us dreams and visions. The Lord has told us how close it is. So we should be now ready for whatever is come. That if in a week from now there is a judgment if a week after that the three days of darkness we're ready even if the judgment comes tomorrow in the three days of darkness follow it because when he showed me the eastern tsunami then he showed me the three days of darkness right away like the next day people were lamenting for all the family they lost during the eastern tsunami crying and, oh in the street everyone crying with one another and the red sky right away to the north the three days of darkness about to begin while people were crying for the family they lost god is not playing around. god will not be mocked. these judgment will be one after another some will be so quickly the people will be like try to breathe in between all this but the quickly these things happen the quickly we will be changed and will be transformed and then we will have no more pain, no worry, no more concern. In a glorified body. He's talking about a, a rapture. But he also promised a revival and a resurrection of the dead. All these things are about to happen. And he's calling us to be in part. But the three days of darkness he showed me is like a three level function filter. If you make it to the first day, you may make it to the second. If you make it to the second, you may be changing some form. And if not, you won't get to see it. But he wants us. Jesus, if we seek him out of holiness and righteousness, separation for him. Let me tell you what happened to me this week in my own experience. I got to tell you this. I was planning with my brother Tony, because I know I need SSI. To go to the park and play basketball with him. I like to play basketball once in a while. And I said, Brother Tony, you know, I want to go ahead and play basketball. Last time we were playing basketball, there were some guys there, and they were speaking foul language. The Lord, it was not pleasing to the Lord. We left, but it was not pleasing to the Lord. I was planning, with Brother Tony, to return. And we were planning to, to for me to exercise, you know, keep ourselves... Although we will not even play with those guys again, I did not know, probably we would. But then the Lord says to me in prayer, no, my son, you will not go and play basketball, he says to me. You will not go to the park. Remember I have separated you unto myself, he says, okay? I don't want you to get contaminated. I want you seeking me in holiness and righteousness, separated from me, he says. He spoke to me very clear. You are not to go to the park no more. And okay, Lord. And I said, thank you, Lord, for speaking to me later. But I was shocked. I was shocked. A public park that I just want to go running and exercise, keep myself in hell, play basketball. He says, no. No. This is the word he used. This is the word that Jesus used. Those demons will make you sin. Why? Because they're vaccinated. The Lord doesn't call them human as we see them. He calls them demon. I was so shocked when he spoke to me clearly that he says to me he calls them demon. Those demons, my son, will make you sin. He says to me. And it was such an awakening, and I thank you, Lord, because he's preserving us. David said he preserves his his feet from evil, okay? He doesn't call the vaccinated human. He calls them demon. That's the language Jesus used. And I'm there, wow, wow, heard him clearly. My brother and sister, and I said, thank you, Lord but I know what he's saying to me and it's true. He's only telling me the truth and nothing but the truth will help me God. And I need to be obedient. And I'm like, how am I gonna tell my brother Tony after I say yes, I don't wanna, seems like a lie I you are my words. But then I say, you know what? It's my brother, he's gonna understand. I don't think he's gonna be mad at me. You know, cause I was thinking if I, if I say no after I say yes, you know, he's going to say, you know, you're a man of God. You cannot be lying. Why are you lying to me, brother? Mm-hmm.
4: I understood, yeah.
3: <laughs> but then, brother Tony, understood. I understood. You know, I test him, brother. And, and it's hard after you give your word to turn back from it. You know, my brother and sister. Because the Bible does say that we should not lie to one another. Doesn't that say that?
4: Yeah, I
3: believe so. Not to lie to one another. So I don't want to be giving up a word and then turning back. Unless the Lord speaks to me, then I know that the Lord will be merciful to me. I have to repent, yes. Okay? My brother and sister, it's hard, it's difficult. But it's better to listen to the Lord, my brother and sister, and be guided by him. And and don't, like the Lord said, those demons will make you sin. They will contaminate us. God don't want us from us. God don't want us to be contaminated. God wants us, like he said, I want you to be holy, pure, ready for his coming. My brother and sister, it's important because we're too close. We are too close, like he he showed me, and showed me that we are so close, closer than what we think. And that's why I said, what are we thinking? Because it showed me it's closer than what we think. What we've been thinking all these days. But it's closer. My brother and sister, and I don't want to be caught by surprise. I don't want to be surprised by the judgment. I don't want to be surprised by the three days of darkness. I want to be ready. Because once it comes, it will be like, I will, we will listen to uh, uh a woman said that she stayed behind in the great revelation, right? In the movie. Yeah. And she was saying that she was so sorry. But when the Lord came, she said that he put his light on her. She immediately saw all her sin. But she also knew that it was too late for her. She was saying it was too late for her when Jesus came. That she knew she had to stay behind now. Because the light of Jesus let her know right away like the five foolish virgins, that they could not go with him because they still have sin in their lives, my brother and sister. Not having oil. See, if you don't have the Holy Spirit in your life, what else do you have? A demon. Because the Bible says that when the demon that had left goes out to get another seven, right? Yeah. And come back and finds the, the body unoccupied. Empty. I mean, the Holy Spirit is not there, because the Holy Spirit will keep the demon out. Yeah. So when the demon returns with seven more and find the body unoccupied, empty, they make the thing worse, the life worse, a person's life worse. That's a lack of the Holy Spirit, the lack of the power, the anointing. And someone's like, the Lord don't want us to be that way. He always wants us to have the Holy Spirit, because he says to me, when I return and my Holy Spirit is in you, you'll go home with me. That's how you know. So if we want to know how we're going to go home, ask the Lord to fill you every day with the Holy Spirit, to anoint you, to fill you. The disciple in the book of Acts had a feeling of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said they were filled with the Holy Spirit. You, cannot, you and I can pray for the same. The Lord will give it to us. We're living in dangerous, dangerous time. So dangerous that people don't realize. Can you imagine? Just think about it. 30,000. I mean, let me see if I can get that link, Brother Tony. Go ahead, Brother Tony. Mm -hmm. Share share so I can find that. Yeah. Thank you,
4: Lord. Yeah, it's true. Um, Yeah, we need the Holy Spirit. We need Amanda. We cannot grieve him, you know, and we know he gets grieved by our actions, you know, he's there, but it's really up to us, you know, to, to cry out to God and do whatever it takes to, you know, to, you know, um, be pleasing to God because we, you know, like, you know, like the word says, you know, grieve not the Holy Spirit, you know, and so. And our actions can grieve Him if, if we do something that... If we keep, you know, repeating something that's not pleasing to Him. Amen. Um, yeah, and... and uh, Thank you, Lord. The Lord taught us that. Just as He did, you know, the Holy Spirit came upon Him and and, and uh, River Jordan, it, you know, that was an yeah, example yeah, for mean, us it. to understand that that's how it needs to be for us also. You know, we need the Holy Spirit in our lives and... and uh, but for you know to walk this Christian life, we need the holy Spirit and and uh, a life pleasing to the Father, like the Father said, you know, in the cloud, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, you know he said that to also help us understand that that's that's how he wants us also a life pleasing to the Father, you know, which is holy holiness, you know and uh, separated from him like you were like you were saying, yeah. You know that's yeah.
3: true so. yeah thank you lord and uh, we yeah. we need that we need we need, uh, we need to be like the lord yeah when he okay. talks about holiness mm-hmm.
0: uh, the
3: apostle Paul uses the lord as an ensemble the lord says be that holy because i am holy mm-hmm. so it's yeah. being like the lord yeah okay let uh, me they have a video about it but i'm going to just post this link Maybe some people can click on it and have the information. OK. See if, if some of you can open that link, 30,000 particle accelerator in the world. Wow. It, it, it's just such. Uh, uh, they, they are, I believe there are several sites that will give you that information. Here's another one. Just keep people the information so they don't think we're making this stuff up like some people say they're making it up the two links they are there some reason they they came in there together Thirty thousand particle accelerator how in the world it's too much for the earth it's just too much they are they are abusing on earth they are beating on it uh and it and it's just too much okay too, too, much for these scientists in Tesla and all these people that are behind all this. Okay. My brother insisted, let me see, no, here I playing explain how it works, but um, somehow I have the latest information, which is it's, it's so good to have for people, okay. Let's see if, if people have been able to open the link. 30,000 particle accelerators. They are microwaving our planet 24 hours, and and they're microwaving us in the planet. We're, we're in it. We're, we're like walking on the Earth. And these things are so powerful, they can go through your house easily without a problem. Without a problem. And to your homes anywhere, and to sit anywhere. Marvel is sisters and they're damaging everything, our body, food, air, water, everything we know is being contaminated with these lights, different lights that are sending out through it. A lot of the communication light, but a lot of the lights are very dangerous. Again, I bought a a device that can detect um, how much um radiation it's a radiation that is called that comes out of your cell phone um i'm sorry i think i have i have it around somewhere the device i know it's here somewhere which a uh, 100 m- milliamp i think that it's called is safe under 100 milliamp is safe some of the iphone 5g how close to a thousand million as i can detect it without it and it's pretty accurate. I had other people have bought it the same, and it can take the re- check the radiation, and I do it with, our, with the cell phone we have, 4G. Uh, the, the safer iPhone we have is iPhone 11. It could be the 11 basic, 11 or the 11, the 11 Pro Max. Those, those are safe. They're under 175. They're safe to have as cell phones iphone 12 is not safe iphone 13 is not safe iphone 14 is not safe now they're coming out with iphone 15. neither is safe okay i have the device to test them i can test them and i can even show people i haven't made a video for it yet but it shows you how unsafe uh the plasma all that radiation that comes out of the iphone is not for you it's not safe for you it actually it's eating your brain and it's making you less smarter, and more forgetful. Okay, it's hurting your body. It's really hurting your body. And I had a test that to show it for. I looked online. I checked online. It tells you what is safe. Anything under a hundred is safe. These iPhone are close to a thousand. They're super dangerous. Any any iPhone 12, 13, and on 11. Uh, a, I I know, safe, seven, those are, those will be safe because those will be under the 4G. Now companies now, because Joseph was one of them that told us, and we've been, we've been asking around, uh, they're, they're getting out of the 4G. And they're saying that very soon Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile will not service 4G anymore. Right now they are they are. I think it's Verizon now that is not allowing people to use the 4G. They're starting to be very difficult about the 4G, but AT&T and T-Mobile, they're still allowing people to use the 4G. Now, the end of this year is when they said, by the end of this year, that they will advise people to get out of the 4G. They're going to start not supporting the 4G anymore, which is a safe phone for us to have. You know, Brother Ben was telling me that the Lord spoke to him, I think it was last week, a few days ago he was telling me, but the Lord spoke to him, I think he said it was last, uh, last week, that we, like the Lord wants us to get out of the devices or start being with other devices, the phone. He was telling me, I heard the Lord say, yes, oh, my Lord. So, going back to house phone, it's going to be the way. No other way for us. Because if by next year if we're, if we're still here in this body, I would say, that the 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 will be that if only company cancel four G, we're gonna to have to go back to house Phone. Which is it's a little bit hard for communication, you can still communicate with people. Okay? I have Boost right now, Boost Mobile, and and they're also starting to eliminate the 4G. They have three phones, I believe, it's 4G. Everything else is 5G. I'm not sure if Nest Shield are gonna carry 4G. Usually, Boost since they're they're they're, they're not too close with, with all these other companies because they had a lawsuit in court and all that. Uh, they may delay the 4G to next year, maybe to the middle or the end of uh, next year. But that will be it, maybe. Okay, so we need to start getting in our mind, as the Lord is saying, to go back to house phone. Okay, it, it's just the way things are going to be. We we don't have control of this. God is in control. And if God do not want us to have a cell phone anymore, then let it be my brother insisted let his will be done soon as they 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 knocked down all the 4g they 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 say you cannot have them anymore then that's going to be it we know that track phone will be the last company i thought that people can remain in 4g the track phone has been bought i believe by, by by verizon or at&t either one they bought track phone which is one of the lowest who have their own tower so we're already seeing the change going on in the communication world where the antichrist is is taking over all these ways five g is the way for them to activate the virus and all that and and if they go they go back to four g then they can activate the virus. Only five g works only five g is powerful enough to activate the virus, so they want everyone. And 5G so they can get everyone under the same virus and manipulate all that. And so we need to be wise, wise of version of the Lord Jesus, bride of Christ. We need to be wise, pray for wisdom every day. And ask the Lord, you, you want to be a, a wise virgin for the Lord, white bride, and the last day. You don't want to contaminate yourself with anything of this world, anything of the Antichrist. Because again, what, what was the verse we read in the beginning when we started? First Thessalonians 5:23. And I'm going back to this verse because I want to show you something. The very God of peace, it has to take, it's going to take God, will sanctify you holy, or fully, another word for holy, fully. fully. Mm-hmm. Will sanctify you holy, fully. I pray God, your whole spirit, soul embody be preserved blameless how how can your soul be preserved blameless when it's removed from your body through the COVID-19 vaccine go ahead and explain that to me how can your your soul people's soul that is being removed from the body through the vaccine be preserved holy in hell for the rapture because the rapture is not for the people in hell. It's for the people on the earth. Okay? And if the soul is removed, how can it be preserved wholly or fully? Just the word itself with a little wisdom from God tells us the condition of humanity right now. The dangerous people are in that are, bad, that are being vaccinated. They cannot be preserved for the rapture. Because in order for them to be preserved for the rapture, they need to have their spirit, soul, and body preserved, blameless. Look unto the coming of our Lord Jesus. You want to speak on this verse, Tony?
4: Yeah, yeah. That's clear. The rapture. That's clear. Um, with that speaking of the the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, yeah, it's Paul. There, you know, he's telling you know. Like it says, uh, to, you know, I pray that the very God of peace sanctify holy, you know, and uh, our spirit, body and soul. And it's true, you know. Um, so you know what,
3: what's that word? Whole, uh, holy, right? Yeah. Holy, right? Holy, yeah. So
4: it's, it's you know, it's telling us that we need our, you know, it's true, you know, that the consequences of the vaccine, you know, it's true. It removes the the soul.
3: You know, and uh, so it's not possible for someone who's being vaccinated, who saw it being moved out of the body, that it's supposed to be preserved for the rapture, yeah. to be rapture. Yes. Not possible. No. no. It's just not possible. Now we know that God can make anything possible. but God told us that they need they need to be preserved.
0: Yeah.
3: And if He said that it needed to be preserved and they're not being preserved. 99% of those state souls are not being preserved. Yeah. They're being removed through the scene. How in the world, or in this planet, or on Earth can they be raptured?
4: Yeah, that shows you that very few are going to be raptured. Um, very few, you know. And uh, just very few. That, uh, that alone tells you, you know, that just how many people are being deceived you know not seeking god and lukewarm just by getting the vaccine that shows you that they were just not seeking god wholeheartedly you know
3: jesus was standing in front of me a few days ago when he was explaining to me would they be able to make it to three days of darkness Mm -hmm. okay and it was a, a teacher him to meet a student, one-on-one, explaining to me how tight the Three Days of Darkness will be in regard to who can make it through. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there talking with me. I, w- I was quiet completely. It's not some people say, Brother, when you be Father Lord, can you please ask some question? No, I will not, because he's teaching me. I need to learn. I need to listen to him. He's my rabbi. He's my Lord. He's my teacher. Everything he has to say to me for his people, I need to pay attention to what he's saying so I can come here and explain it to you. Okay? He's standing beautifully in front of me with his garment down his neck to his side all the way down like a rope. Beautiful Lord. Beautiful Jesus. Bright as the star of heaven, and I can see his face, I can see all his features, and he's standing in front of me, and I'm so focused on what he's telling me, there's so much on the beauty he has, because he's beautiful. I mean, he he dropped that beautiful. He dropped that beautiful. but you don't die. I say drop dead because Daniel, when he saw me, he dropped dead to the floor. He dropped dead beautiful. You know, and that happens to me too. I have dropped dead practically. He dropped dead beautiful. Handsome. And But I'm, he allowed me to be standing as he's talking to me and explaining to me how difficult it will be for people to make it to the three days of darkness. He says, any foul language, anyone speaking foul language, he says to me, they will not make it. Without any holiness, they will not make it. With any sin, he says, they will not make it through. He says to me, you need to be in repenting. Tell them to repent, and this is the word he used now, sincerely. Mm -hmm. He said he wants sincere repenting with the word out of his mouth as he had me listen to him, hear what he has to say, it was more important than anything else at this moment. Because he told me something the other day, which I think is very important. The last, when the last of the last that is coming in fully comes in, and I could see almost right now, the door will be shut. So where we are right now, we are at the last of the last. Yeah. The door is about to be in shock. Judgment is about to come. Three days of darkness is about to begin. And he says with any sin, he said he wants us to do sincere repentance, my brother and sister, and be willing sacrifices all for him. He was a couple of brothers as an example in Christ. And he says that one of them was willing to sacrifice it all for him. He said, that's what I want. So that's what I want. People that will be willing to sacrifice all. Esther was willing to sacrifice all. Moses was willing to sacrifice all. Elisha was willing to sacrifice all. Isaiah was willing to sacrifice all. Jeremiah, Nehemiah, was willing to sacrifice all. Gideon, after he encountered the Lord, was willing to sacrifice his own life. That's the obedience he wants from us. The disciples, until they finally understood, when he breathed his spirit into them, they were willing to sacrifice all after the resurrection. They understood it. The 120 who were waiting for the promise of God, as he promised them the pouring of the Holy Spirit, he is promising it to us in the last days. And that pouring he's going to do. But in order for those to make it there, it needs to go to three days of darkness, which is very difficult to make it through, because without holiness, without and no one will see the Lord. He's going to call us by name, change us and transform us, brother and sister. Big change is coming. Now, I don't say that everyone will perish, because the Lord has a plan to save people as he did with COVID. How, look how many people he took to the valley. He took me to the valley, remember, a couple of weeks ago, and showed me all these people that got saved through COVID. My, I didn't know that. He knows everything. That's all we need to ask him. And when I see those brothers, I hug them. It was very awesome to be, spend time with them in heaven and the valleys. They're in heaven and the valleys. They're saved by grace. The Lord saved them. My brother and sister, I rejoice with them. They hug me, they thank me, they say, no, thank the Lord, because the Lord used me to speak to them on the earth. And they repented. It doesn't matter if it was in the last minute, they repented. And in that very bed, dying with COVID, they confessed the Lord. The Lord saved them. The Lord is faithful to save, the Bible says. He is faithful to save. And now they're saved. They're up there with the Lord. And they're very thankful to God. They're very thankful. They're in the presence of God. And nothing can hurt them anymore. They don't hunger and thirst anymore. They don't worry about paying rent or any bill now. They have everything they need with God. You know, remember what God gave the priests. Uh, everybody else they divided the land to. But to the priests, the inheritance is the Lord. The Lord. The Lord is our inheriting church. As priests of Christ that we are, queen and, king and queen for the Lord, our inheritance is the Lord's. And that's the best inheritance you can have. Not land, not mansion, not this and that. The best inheritance you and I can have is Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what was given to the priest. The inheritance was God. But then God owns it all. You see where, you see where wisdom comes into play? Baphomet insisted. Okay? God owns it all. Yeah. God is the owner of silver and gold. So if God is your inheritance, you have it all. You'll lack nothing. Some people choose to have a home or a land. But if you choose to have your Lord of your inheritance, you have it all. You don't need to worry about land or that. How many houses has the Lord already given me? As far as I know, around seven. In the different place. He has taken me there to see them. Every time he's given me a mansion, he has taken me to see it. And I rejoice. And I thank him for that. His gift, I, I love it. The gift of God, a mansion. When he gave me my mansion in Israel, in the New Jerusalem, when I went to see it, wow, wow, wow. Right next to where I, I love to have my mansion. He knew. He's given me my mansion. And I will, I will. one night he allow me to sleep there, to rest there, because it's rest. Here I sleep over there is rest. And I rested there, and it was so awesome. I was so renewed, refreshed when I came back. Thank you, Lord. You know, this preaching can take a lot of toll on me. So sometimes he'll either take me to heaven or the millennium and allow me to rest there. And he'll renew me. And then I come back with with such a fresh mind and and joy to be able to smile. Because sometimes this earth, the trouble takes my smile away. And when he takes me there and I rejoice, I come back with a smile. And I look at people and smile. Sister said to me, why are you always smiling when I look at you? I'm I'm only smiling when the Lord brings me back from enjoying something in heaven. Because this earth can take your smile. The trouble of this life can take your smile, my brother and sister. But the Lord can put a smile on you with his promise, because his promise are true amen. And we need to trust in him. Trust in his promise is what he wants us to do, my brother and sister. When he spoke to me early, I immediately knew, because when he spoke to me, I felt the anointing so strong of the Lord. And I said, I, I know exactly what He's. he's This message tonight to him was so important. And it's not that he wanted Brother Miguel to get sick tonight. He was supposed to be here with us, but God wanted this word out. He knew he was in control. Before Brother Miguel, I saw his email. The Lord had already spoken to me in prayer. This message was important to him. My brother said, Brother Miguel will be with us next week, God willing. Let's keep him in prayer. He, he said he had I believe, a believer call and he lost his voice, and now it's coming back to him. Lord, heal our brother. Restore his throat, Lord, completely. Bring his health back in Jesus' name. By the stripe, by the wound of Jesus, he has healed, Lord. Give him completely restoration, healing. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Some, some, uh, you're going to have to go back to the archive. It should be ready at the end of the archive, before we 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 go ahead and, and, and by the end of the program, ten minutes after I believe it is, you can go back and listen to the to the to what we shared tonight. It's so important. My brother and sister, amen. And it it's gonna uh, awaken in people what the Lord has been saying for years of all this wickedness and evil that that the evil one has been planning Coming for the last days, my brother and sister, and God is revealing this thing to us because we we. As Paul says we know, we know. Let me go to Thessalonian. Uh, uh, it's it five. No, Thessalonian five, Thank you, lord. We know, we know. We don't need to be told. According to Paul, we know. But at the time of the season, brother, you have no need that I write unto you. Could you imagine Paul writing to the to the, to the brothers and sister? And say that I have no, you have no need that I write unto you. And, if, if you don't, if you don't need to know by the word, then how do you know? And, and this is what I've been telling people for years: that God giving you His word, but He's also giving you His Spirit,
0: yeah.
3: and He can reveal it to you to dreams and vision. A lot of people disregard dreams and vision and only read the word. But you don't understand that God, through dreams and vision, confirms the Word. And He gives you a revelation of what the Word meant to say. Not what you meant to understand from your own point of view. What God meant for you to know from His revelation. Because like when the Lord says, Men think that they can know my Word without my help. He says, I am the one that revealed my Word. He said, it is impossible for so you to know his word without his help and that's exactly what people have been doing trying to understand the Bible in their own carnal mind that's impossible you have to have the Lord help you marvel and sisters for you yourself know perfectly that the, the Lord the day of the Lord comes as a thief and the nine how do you know a mystery perfectly? if I ask you tonight how do you know perfectly the day of the rapture what perfection is he talking about thank you lord
4: yeah yeah well he you know well no one knows that they're the the rapture but you know he did tell him you know it all throughout different letters he wrote that you know to so he's talking about signs and
3: wonders it's what he's yeah. talking about. Signs and wonder. Yeah. And, and they say if you follow the sign, you get there. Yeah. If you follow the sign, you'll get there, right?
4: Yeah. When
3: you're looking for an address, how do you get there? Yeah,
4: it's,
3: uh, you follow the sign. Follow the sign
4: yeah.
3: If you follow the sign about the rapture, you, you'll get there. Yeah. You'll know. Because how do you get to any place without following the sign? you got to follow the yeah. sign. The Bible gives you the signs through Matthew 24 and more. Mm-hmm. Luke 17. There's so many signs in the Old and New Testament that will get you there.
0: Yeah.
3: And this is how you know, so you know perfectly. When you know the Word, you perfectly know. You perfectly know. Why perfect? Because the mind of Christ is perfect. And He has the mind of Christ. That's right. yeah. His mind is perfect. There's no defect in the mind of Christ. Totally perfection in him, so he wants to get us there his way his way and people people do right when they think about like passover mm-hmm. days of feast Hebrew feast all those things help you to get there those those are, those are part of the sign remember you won't get you won't get lost if you follow the sign yeah,
0: that's
3: right. follow the sign. If you're going somewhere, follow the sign. The GPS will lead you through sign. You follow your GPS to get anywhere. Follow the, the Bible GPS.
4: Yeah.
3: You know? It'll lead you there, my brother and sister. We have a better GPS, the Holy Spirit. That's
4: right,
3: yeah. You know, you think about GPS. You put a GPS in your car and it will get you there. Well, the Holy Spirit the a GPS in our lives.
0: Yeah.
3: This is how the Lord, the Lord gave me this experience a few months back. I had a dream, and it was like a real-life dream. It was just so, so real. Someone came and stole one of my child, my daughter, in the dream. And my wife was like, what's our daughter? And she, she's like, oh, no, my daughter. We were like, oh, man, so they stole our daughter, right? I went out of the house, and the Lord let me know, be at peace. I will lead you to where they took your daughter." So I went, I told my wife, I'm going to go get my daughter. I got my truck key, the truck that the Lord has given me, and I went and got in my truck, and I was talking to the Lord in the truck to lead me, and he said, go ahead, drive. And as I was driving, he would tell me when to turn left or right. And he led me, perfect, better than any GPS where they have my daughter. They had just arrived with her at the house where they have a bunch of other kids there they have stolen. Okay? And I went up and went up to the person that was holding onto her and said, give me my daughter and took it away from the person's arm. The person was shocked like, how did you find this place? There was no address, this place for you to get to this place. This place, the person said, is unknown. Just like that, the other person says to me, how do you got to this place? It is unknown. There's no others. No GPS will get you here. I wasn't following on GPS. I had the Lord leading me there. Straight, telling me to go there straight. And he took me there straight without getting lost a bit. The Lord is perfect. The way that the Lord is perfect. That's the GPS we need to follow, learn to follow. To the Lord, he'll tell us. My brother and sister, so tell us how to get there. So tell the us how to get there. And if we trust in the Lord and not lean on our own understanding, our own understanding is whatever you learn in grammar school, high school, and college. That's your own understanding of life. And you think it's that way. But if you go into the Word and say, like Paul, remember Paul? He had all this knowledge that he said he took it as garbage to withheld he the knowledge of Jesus. Yeah. If we learn to do that and we take everything we know as garbage, because everything we know is garbage of this earth, demonic and fallen, and just the gospel of Jesus, the word of the Lord, the Lord in our life, the hope of glory, you were understanding all things not possible to human. Because he revealed himself to you through his word also in the revelation. There's so much Jesus wants to give us. So much, so much, so much. But we live me what we can receive because of our full of nonsense and nonsense and foolishness. We're full of the knowledge of the service that has fallen, the moment. And we think we're right in the knowledge of the earth, but no, we're left. We're only right in the knowledge of God. Right means standing with Christ in the knowledge of God. If not, we're standing in the knowledge of the devil in the way of hell, the wide way, the way that leads to destruction is the knowledge of this earth. The knowledge of Jesus is the knowledge that leads to life that leads us away from wickedness and evil. That's the knowledge of Jesus, the narrow way. My brother and sister, the, the way that the ancients, the prophets, walked with God is the way we need to follow, and not the falling knowledge of this earth of wickedness and evil. There the, the way that seems right to men, but a little destruction, Proverbs says. Yeah. My brother and sister, we need to follow the Lord. We need to follow him. Let him guide us. Let him lead us. My brother and sister, he'll lead us right. He'll never lead you left. He will always lead you right. And you'll be right with him. You'll be right standing with him. Right standing in Christ. Away from sin and evil. That's what he wants from each and one of us. To God be all the praise. To God be all the honor. He deserves the honor and the praise. We're so little and so limited, but He's merciful to us. He just wants us to humble ourselves and know that He is God. He wants us to humble ourselves and be still and know that He's God in our lives. Not be shaken out by evil, but be strong by His goodness and mercy. That endure forever. is good to us. When he says to me not to go to the park, I remember when he told Larry, I don't want you to go to the supermarket today. Brother Larry used to love these jelly donuts that they made fresh in the supermarket. They had a bakery and he made these delicious I tasted them. I tell you they were delicious. Jelly donuts, fresh. And when they make fresh they don't have much sugar. They're fresh Some of these other supermarkets They, they make them with a lot of sugar and stuff These were fresh And Brother Larry used to love them And there were time he invited me Us to go and get them or, or eat them together Oh man oh man I, I got memory of them And one day He's getting all ready to go And God said no my son And God told him Before you go to the supermarket You need to ask me if you can go a grown old man, 67 years of age, being told by God that you cannot go to the supermarket before you ask him. You know, we're not used to asking someone for permission, right? We, we want to go get the key, get in our car and go. And God said, you need to ask me before you go. If you want to walk with me, my son, if you want me to keep you safe and walk with me, you need to ask me, Father says. And so Larry, Brother Larry, would ask God, Father, can I go to the supermarket today? God says, no, my son, you may go tomorrow. I'll have my angel go clean out the supermarket for you and remove all the demons. And then you can go and go get your jelly donuts. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. And Brother Larry was like, wow, Brother I cannot leave my house without Father Telling me when I can leave It was something new for him But it was a blessing Because one day he went with our father Telling him to go And he got attacked severely By demon In the supermarket They were waiting for him And the demon told him We were waiting for you And there's nothing you can do And they began to attack him He said, wow He came back crying back to God And God told him God told him you should have never gone there without my leading. Because I will send my angel before you, before you go. And they will clean out the supermarket, out all the demons. And you will go in peace in my presence and you'll get the things you need. And Brother Larry learned and share that with me. And Brother Elvie, Father demands obedience. And obedience he must get. And that's what the Lord explained to me in the millennium when he took me one time. We're walking in the cloud, thousands of feet in the air. You can see the millennium below. And Jesus, like nothing, walking with me and talking with me, said, listen, my son, my father demands obedience. And obedience he must get, he says to me. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, <laughs> father is awesome and loving. And you don't want to have nothing less than Father. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one. But Father God, it just is so awesome. And the Lord is so awesome. The Holy Spirit is awesome. Let me tell you. But God wants to keep us safe. And the Lord, as he says to me, I want you to stay in your house, seeking me in holy and righteousness. In your house. Not going to contaminate yourself. As I told you before. Okay, Lord So I have to check And pray Before I go anywhere Before we went out Yesterday I was praying Making sure The Lord will keep us And protect us You know But if we go In disobedience Something may happen to us That we're not going to like And that's what we don't want Sometimes we think about the moment Enjoying going somewhere But we forget that God is in control. And God, excuse me, can remove anything, my brother and sister. Sometimes they're places with a lot of traffic jam. And when I ask God if I can go, the Lord goes with me. He cleans out the, the, the jam, and I go on there straight without stopping or anything. How did he do it? Well, he's God. He can do it, and I've seen it. You know, they're the constructing all the twenty six Highway. And every day is backed up. By the time that he, I have prayed to go somewhere, and he goes before me and cleans it out, and I go there nonstop. And I get there, and I come back home safe with my children to an appointment or something. He's in control. And when he does, that, I'm amazed. I'm like, this is supposed to be backed up all the way for miles. But the Lord has all power Like he says to me, I have all power in heaven and earth. You know so it's about us trusting him and knowing that he's in control and seeking him to to keep us protect us and deliver us not us making our own decision every day but asking him leave me lord if you don't want me to do this if you don't want me to go somewhere please let me know he'll let you know if you ask him because he said look i want to be safe i don't want to go here and there and find myself in trouble like it happens to a lot of people the Lord can keep you from anything. I remember the year we were going to go to Texas. We've been invited from Texas for years. And we were getting ready to go to Texas. And I was praying, asking the Lord. And the Lord was letting me know, mm, uh, it's not the right time. And I'm like, okay. And we really wanted to go, but then when the news came out that was a shooting to the place we were going. And some people were killed and... He, he he was protecting us from getting into the, all that trouble, you know, because he knows. He knows everything that's going to happen tomorrow and the next day and the day after.
0: Okay.
3: So it's better if we pray and ask the Lord, can I go this year? Can I go this month? And I have told this brother from Texas that we were going, and I felt so bad. But it was not in the Lord's timing. In like our timing, it was okay, but not in the Lord's timing, because he knew what was coming. My brother and sister. Yes, church getting shot. Right now, there are people in Texas being arrested or well, around the United States because of this problem with Donald Trump. They're being arrested and thrown in jail. They're being investigated by the FBI, and they're being thrown in jail. They're now, Christians are being considered around the country as terrorists participating in what happened in the Capitol. And they're being investigated. They're being booked and, and be treating us terrorists. And it's terrible. It's, it's, just, it's happening a lot over the country. People that now, if you agree with Trump, if you agree with Trump now, you, they, they think you're a terrorist now. They treat you as a terrorist. And they're listening to our cell phone. They're listening to the message and all that. Okay? Yes. So look four hundred days of being a uh, minister in Christ uh, put in jail Tony so, so, so I mean it, it's happening so much. I don't want to say names, but in reality, I tell you because they're tracking everything. so I have to, we have to be careful okay with what's happening. I said I was not going to talk about Trump on the Lord's Hour. I' I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll pray we'll, we'll stay in prayer. Unto the Lord gives us the victory. But there's a persecution that already started. People are being thrown in jail. This persecution already begun a few months ago and is being increased and is going to be increased more. Anyone who supporting him will go to jail. My brother and sisters. There's a lot of experts behind all this that have convinced the government that this should be so. That you throw the people in jail. Okay, so. Um, Leave it at a doubt. Let's stay in prayer. Let's stay in obedience. Let's continue to seek the Lord and focus on the Lord. We're here for the Lord. We're, ser- we're servants of the Lord. Whatever happens in the world, it doesn't concern us because right now, uh, there's so many millions, practically more than 90. What is it? I believe how many vaccinated in the United States now? The number is, is, is really... Really high, my brothers sister, sister. and sisters. And it's surprising because it, it keeps happening, my brothers and sisters. It keeps happening. I have not looked at the clock. Uh, uh, the world population, we see at least a dose of COVID-19, by thing 70.5%. 70. 70. 13.5 billion doses. Okay. 48.165 now I'll are being minister every day. 48,000, 165 by 10, are being ministered now every every day. But they're getting close to 100%. As the Lord says that the number of those that are coming in, it's only a few, are practically in. And then the door will be closed, my brother and sister. Because the vaccinated are not going home in the ratchet. That's the fact according to the word of the Lord, my brother existed. And so, wow, 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 almost entire India is vaccinated. Okay? And the rest of the country, look at that. India, India, Uruguay, it's just so much is happening. Okay? Uh, and this is until this year, August 25, it's a couple of days ago that this was done. 26 to the today, the number of of country being vaccinated is very, very high. Uh, United States is up in the, what is it, 50%? No, that has to be higher than some states, or higher than that. Let me see. Wow, wow, wow. Cuba alone is 96% vaccinated. That's a lot. My brother insisted. Worldwide, 70.5. There was just 55 or 40 the other day. Now it's up to 70% of the people in the world are vaccinated already. That is insane. Insane, insane. Hell enlarged itself. Hell enlarged itself, my brother and sister. This is incredible. Incredible, incredible. In the United States, it's $200 million people vaccinated. Let me see. Um, It's just showing the graph. See? 200 here, so there's got to be almost 300, according to the graph, vaccinated. Over 200 million, yeah. Over 200 million people vaccinated here. Wow, 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 wow. It it, it just, um, they're enticing people to do so. Okay. It looks like Nigeria, Africa, had the least Pakistan follow, you know. But the rest of European countries, they're almost all vaccinated. This this is sad. This, this is, you know, hell keep enlarging it itself. More people keep coming down and down and down. And a lot of people don't see this serious, don't take it serious, until they open their eyes down there and they're like, wow, wow, how we've been deceived. Marvel sister you got to take serious what God has to say. And then if if you're having a trouble, you take it and pray. So I'm going to fast and pray for God to give me more about this because I'm I'm, I'm not going to be deceived. Jesus said in Matthew 24, be ye now deceived. Okay? Why are people, and I will would, would throw this question out there, why are people so easily being deceived about the vaccine? Because the authorities say so? Well, you know? They, usually they don't have your best interest in heart. You know that, so I don't get it. I don't get why my brother and sister, everything that's being said from from, from television, people believe and trust until they open their eyes in hell, and then they, they're crying, they want to get out. They can get out. And this is the the, the other part. If the Lord takes you to hell and you see the are they're friends and family and neighbors, and they're telling you they want, they want to get out, what are you going to say to them? What are you going to say to them? Because I'm looking at them and I know I've been preaching to them before they got there. You know, and I know the Lord's taking me there to show me the consequences of the by What am I going to say to them? Brother Tony, give me an idea. Mm-hmm. That, uh... uh, It's a difficult matter.
4: Yeah, it is. It is difficult. Um, it's it's difficult, you know, the decision they made, and especially those that were told, you know, specifically, you know, they were told, you know, to not take it, and um, just the only thing I can think is, you know, is cry out to the Lord. You know, um, I know they're, you know, in trouble, you know, for what they did. For those that took the vaccine, they're definitely in trouble with God, you know. And, um, but repent, you know, because uh, repentance is 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 you know the message. It's really a message. To, the message now. It's it's been the message, you know. And but sincere repentance, you know, before the Lord, and you know, and the Lord can.
3: To be honest with you, hell is so disgusting for you to even throw yourself on your knees. Yeah. The whole place is it, it, it's like a junkyard. It's ugly. It stinks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Look, look look think about when the when the Nazi took the Jewish people to those FEMA uh to those um like FEMA camps and they beat on them, and they killed some of them, and the blood and the body stinking there next to everybody else. And it was horrible, things like that all the time. They had no food daily. They only ate maybe once a week. They were weak. They were skinny. You can see their bones. Well, that's like hell, you know. I didn't see them skinny like that, all of them, because in hell... It's like your body, I don't say it will need to eat, but it's not going dis- to decay because um, the body in hell is made for hell. Your soul gives a body for hell. And it's in hell like it was on the earth. And if you were, were a little chunky on the earth, the same thing you were in hell and that body. You know, yeah, you don't, they don't have food for you to eat. They don't have water. They don't have... It's heat all the time. Heat is really out there. Very uncomfortable heat to live. It's unbearable heat practically. And they have to live. Darkness, it's just so dark. It's how the demon lovers so can walk around harassing people. It's very difficult. It's just worse. I was the Nazi how to feed the Jewish people and letting them die or even killing them and beating on them all the time. The Nazi beat on the Jewish people practically daily. That's how hell is. Okay? There are places in the Bible compare, I believe it's in Ezekiel Jeremiah that the Jewish people read all the time, what the Nazi will do to the, to the Jewish people if they will be in disobedience. And then when you read Deuteronomy 28, verse 16 and on, it tells you what will be the consequence of disobedience. That's exactly everything you have is stolen by the enemy. That's what the enemy does to them. They don't get to have anything. They won't have no phone, no nothing, nothing, nothing. They'll be practically broke without anything, and they don't get anything anyway. It's horrible. It's so heartbreaking. that when the Lord brings you there, any, anybody who the Lord brings there, well, he will have to minister to you. And I'm, I'm telling you, you can ask the Lord to bring you there. He will. The Lord is faithful. But I'm telling you, five minutes in hell, and you don't want to ever go back there. Ever, 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 ever. You will not ever want to go back there because you will see death everywhere and suffering and horror. And these people that are going down with the bison, they're not so much in, in suffering like the with people that are there forever, because their body's still up here being used by a demon. But like I said before, imagine if you are a mother or a father, and you got vaccinated and you get taken down. Now your children thinks that that body they see is their parent and it's a demon. So they're gonna be in hell concerned for the children that's being raised by a demon who have not been vaccinated. Think about it. Will you leave your children in the hand of a stranger, a wicked stranger, an evil stranger? No. That's what these parents have done. They have left their baby, beloved baby, in the hand of a horrible demon from hell that has not been out in thousands of years, but just one of a body, Wicked, evil things, my brother and sister. The choices humanity have made it's costing them a lot, a lot, a lot, and now they know that our government has been with the devil in closed doors, listening to Satan, and if they're, they're listening to Satan, what advice do you think the devil will give them? Why will the devil tell our governors, our government, our president, in, secret, in their secret chamber, when he appears to them and talks with them one-on-one, and they trust him, the Bible says in Isaiah, they trust in death. By trusting in the devil, they're trusting in death. My brothers and sister. Death is where they're putting the trust. And that's why death is what they're getting when they take the vaccine. Because the devil told them how they make the vaccine. He told them exactly what to use. What makes them trust him? Because he's given them a lot of money. Billions I heard that someone saying the other day Why are they trusting Because he's giving them a lot of billions And when they receive those billions They immediately put their trust in him Because one thing is The devil cannot make someone an offer And not give it to them When he tells them I give you a billion dollars if you do this And the person does it He gives it to them And that makes them think that they can trust him but they don't realize what John 10.10 10, says. The thief come to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus said. Talking about the devil. The devil came to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Because it's your life that you, that you give into the hand of the thief when you take the by sin. That's what the people are doing. They're putting the life into the hand of the devil when they take the sin, And then death have their soul be removed, taken down to hell. I remember being at that entrance that Jesus wanted me to see the people. Every soul, every human being coming down through the Vicene had a demon in the right and left hand coming down that huge tunnel to hell. Huge entrance. And the demon will not let them go. That is, that is the price to deliver that package in hell that person who doesn't want to come down, but they just find out they've been deceived. What did Jesus say in Matthew 24? The first thing, before he talks about signs, before he talks about pro- prophecy, he tells them specifically, be g not deceived. Because he knows that if for a second they trust the devil, all that devil needs one second of your life, of any one life, to deceive them and have them taken by sin that can remove them from their own body. He corrected 100%, almost, almost 100% of Noah's generation. How many did God say that got corrected? That's why everything else is questionable. The only one just in the boat Heart with Noah. Because God said He only found righteous Noah. In this generation, Father says, He only found Noah righteous. And then when you read, for all flesh had corrected itself. After Noah, the earth was corrected a hundred percent. That means his wife and children were included in there. And the regard is that they were giant on the earth later. After God destroyed all the giant's body, how do we find giant later on after the flood? Before and after. How do we find giant later on? Like Goliath? Because one of the sons of Noah must they have still DNA of giant in there. Or even his wife, whoever it is. And then there were giant born later on. We know that right away, Genesis, I believe it's ten. We're talking about Genesis ten or Genesis where where the 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 tower of Abel comes up. There was a giant there I mentioned right away. The one that was a mighty man. Remember him. He was a giant. A giant right away. But it seems like he was obedient for some reason. I don't know. That leads to people with a lot of questions. I forget his name. Because he was a giant. He was a mighty man. But he was the one also helping the people to, to build the Tower of Abel. You know, so the contamination came so much that when God saw the people were a one mind. Because, of course, after the ark, after God destroyed the earth, whoever came afterward will have to be united. And that's why you got to be careful with unity. You have to be careful with unity. Because in the Tower of Babel, there had never been such a unity like in the Tower of Babel. They were a one mind. Nimrod. Thank you. Nimrod. I think my mind is getting tired already. I couldn't remember his name. Nimrod. They were a one mind, the Bible says. And when the Bible says they were one mind, they were one mind. To me, they were more united than the church in the book of Acts. Am I wrong or am I right? Yeah. We're united, yeah. Tell me. Be careful with certain unity. Because certain unity can lead you to hell. Gotta be careful with our unity. Yes, God wants us united. Yes, I believe so. And the book of Acts said we united in the way would have conquered much. Well, we're united here in the Low Tower community for sure. But I want to say this to you. And the Tower of Abel they were very united. My brother and sister. And that unity led them to try to get to heaven on their own merits, on their own way. You know what I'm saying? It's like a religion came out of that unity. God doesn't want us to be a, a religion. He wants relationship from us. Yeah. Unity, you, uh, religion is dangerous among us. We know how many thousands of religion we have today on the earth. Yeah, a lot and people are more confused now than ever. Religion is dangerous. So every time we do something for God, we need to ask God, like the disciple, 120 came together by the order of Jesus Christ, our rabbi. we got to ask the Lord for help us to be united and unite us and help us come together in the Lord. But it has to be Jesus with his guiding, his leadership in our lives, my brother insisted. And then everything becomes perfect after that because he'll put his spirit upon us, Yehovah do His work, mighty work for God. Much would happen, brother and sister. Look at this pastor. The Lord showed me this yesterday morning. He had good intentions to pray for the vaccinated that the effect of the vaccine will be removed. But what did the Lord show me? That when they don't go home in the rapture, because He told them, "Well, now that you, that." The effect of the vicemen removed, keep repenting because you're going to go home in a rapture. And then came the day the church went and they stayed and they became very angry of him. But the question is, why did he stay? Why did he end up staying after he was scheduled to be going home? Because everything that you and I lead down here, the Lord has to lead us. It has to be led by the Lord, by the Spirit of God, not by the desire of our own heart. You can have good intention, but good intention is not going to get you to heaven. Only Jesus will get you to heaven. Yeah. You need to understand that, my brother and sister. You know, in regard to us calling ourselves good, Jesus said that none of us are good, but only our Father that is in heaven. That is for us not to trust in our own goodness. Because well, we say good brother, good sister. And if we trust in that goodness, what well, we entwrap ourselves. It has to be in the goodness of God that we trust. Even Jesus, when he was called good, what did he say?
4: I mean, my father is good,
3: man. There you go. We got to trust in the goodness of God. His leadership, his leading, his guidance. In order for us to get right to the place God wants us to get, if it's based on our goodness, that leads a lot of people to hell. Because we're no good in regard to God. None of us are good, the Bible says. We all have fallen short out of the glory of God. So how do we know that what we're doing is right? It has to be approved by the Lord. He guides us. He tells us. And then when he is the one leading us and guiding us to doing anything, then we know it's being done right. That is not our desire only. You know what I said one day about the community? I said, you know what? I'm going to leave the community alone. If the Lord wants me to do the community as he he told me years ago, then we'll work on it. And the Lord came back to me and said, It is the will of my Father to be done, and it will be done. And I said, Yes, amen, Lord. It has to be that way. He has to tell me. He has to lead us. Not because I want it. It's because He wants it. As He said, and it will be done because God wants it. Not because we want it. He'll get us together. He'll bring us together. He'll provide. He says to me last week, Tell your brothers and sisters for so you guys to come in agreement and pray for whatever financial need they may have. And I will provide it. That means financial need for me, to people to move, for people to purchase what they need. Not what you want. It's what you need, and he will give you what you need. Remember how it is with God. You ask God for what you need. He'll provide it. And if you want something, you've got to ask him. And then he'll say, okay, everyone here listening tonight have what they need. So what are you asking for? Mostly what you want. But God already provided to us what we need. Are we living under a bridge with no home? The answer is no. Are we not eating every day. The answer is no, we eat every day. So everything we need, God already provided to this day. You see what I'm saying? We need, we need to make different and no different from what God wants than from what we want. And then when you learn the different, then when you ask for what you need, the Lord provides it. What is it that you need that you're asking God? Do you really need it? Do you really need a second home? Do you really need a second car? Do you, do you really need a, a second vacation to Hawaii? this year. Hallelujah. So you you got to learn to to tell the difference on what you need and what you want because you already may have what God already provided to you temporarily. And the next thing he's going to provide to you, see, God can provide what you want, but focus first on what you need. He'll provide it to you. This is when people, brother, let's pray. I want to move to North Carolina. Let's pray God will provide me the fund. And we pray, and the fund comes. Someone said, we pray for a week, and $30,000 the Lord provided. In a week, when do when you see things like that happen, a prayer, it was, it was, was needed at the moment. He provided the need, what the need in the moment Not what the person wanted, what the person needed. And if that's what you need, the Lord will provide it quickly. Then then you learn what you need and what God will provide. Hallelujah. Whatever you need, you ask, and you're going to see it come in from God. Pray for what you need. Learn to pray for what you need. Fast and pray for what you need. And watch it come in. Let me tell you. If you needed something yesterday, yesterday was already provided. If you needed something today, God already would have provided. God take care of our needs. My brother sister. The Lord spoke to me about this. This is, how, this is how I know. Hallelujah. Whatever we need is being provided now by the Lord. Now comes whatever we want pray for what you need and watch it come quickly. And then when you pray for what you want, watch God have you wait for it. And then you learn the difference on what you need and what you want. Because if you're hungry and you pray for food that you need, you're going to, someone will knock on your door and you'll receive it. But if you want food to throw throw out, out your window, You, you won't, that won't happen. My brother and sister, you can ask a lot of homeless people that when they ask for something, for food or clothing, they get it. But when they have to ask for something else, they find out that they need to wait for it. How is it that what they need comes quickly, but what they want doesn't come right away? And that's what people are not learning in the Lord. But the Lord will teach you you can say, "Lord, please provide me this that I want, Lord." The Lord is merciful; He can have mercy. Have mercy on me, Lord. Are you are providing all my needs at this moment? Can you please provide me this this other thing that I want, Lord? Amen. I had asked for the Lord things that I wanted. I said, "Lord, can I have that?" He say, "He may say yes. Yeah, go ahead." Uh-huh. And He gives it to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. My brother and sister, God is good, and his love endures forever. I hope tonight you've been blessed by the Lord hour, by the program. God has been good, so good. We'll continue to pray for you and your family your petition. Uh, we'll be back live Tuesday night, God willing, if the trumpet has not sound. I know judgment is first before the trumpet, three days of darkness, resurrection of the dead revival, and then we're out of this earth. You know? I hear people talking about the trumpet very soon. Uh, certain judgment will happen before the trumpet sound. I know that for a fact because I heard that from Jesus, not from men. So I know the sequence I know because the Lord has told me himself. So my brother and sister, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his, his face shine upon you. May the Lord Jesus Christ give you shalom. My brother Tony here, I thank him for joining us tonight. My brother and sister and each and one of you for being here with us in the program. May the Lord blesses you and continue to increase you and provide all you need for you and your family. Continue to pray and continue to ask God is faithful. He's such a faithful God. Shalom, shalom. I've shalom, seen shalom, him show so up
0: for shalom.
3: me in
1: unique ways. You know, that's why I, I'm
4: quite reckless when I worship. I can't anyhow, any hour, any hour, anywhere, belefish. Somebody say, anywhere, it. Are you ready to worship God with me like
0: that? That is the
1: kind of worship I want. To so put your hands, somebody's